I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. KSL FM Midvale, KSL Salt Lake City. Listen on the KSL News Radio app and in your car at 102.7 FM. KSL News Radio, Utah's all day companion for news. Good afternoon, 4 o'clock at KSL News Radio. I'm Jeff Kaplan. Partly cloudy is 39 in Salt Lake City. KSL's top story Utah lawmakers are supporting a bill that would make it illegal to release the name of a minor homicide victim without parents' permission. Think back to just over one year ago. A shooting at Hunter High School left 15-year-old Paul Tahi and 14-year-old Tiavani Lopati dead. But their families say they learned about the deaths from local media. I found out my little brother passed over the news and by our fellow classmates, people we went to school with, staff members who were scared to tell us. And we didn't even find out by our own parents. It's not fair. The families testified before Utah lawmakers that they didn't want this to happen to others. So Representative Candace Perucci's bill would make it so police have to first get parents permission before they can release the name of minor victims to the media. She says it's not a silver bullet, but it's a start to protect people's privacy. Amy Kobabe, KSL News Radio. A Utah Highway Patrol trooper says uh, says th- that they pulled over a driver in Tooele County yesterday that had hundreds of pounds of pot in the van. KSL.com reports the trooper pulled over the driver for making an improper turn and then smelled the marijuana inside. The driver was arrested for possession with intent to distribute. A TikTok influencer with 4 million followers is facing a maximum jail time of more than 15 years. KSL News Radio's Peter Johnston has the story. Salt Lake County's district attorney has brought five charges, including three third degree felonies against Taylor Frankie Paul. She was arrested on February 17th after police responded to a neighbor's call about screaming in Paul's home. The police report says a video shows Paul throwing metal bar stools at her boyfriend and accidentally hitting her five year old daughter with one. KSL legal analyst Greg Scordis says Paul is very unlikely to get the full prison time or fine, but could still face some weeks in jail. Peter Johnston, KSL News Radio. Students were on hand as the Supreme Court took up the president's loan forgiveness plan. Maria Chaleos is live at the KSL National News Desk. Jeff, students and protesters rallied outside the Supreme Court. 22-year-old graduate student Mikeisha Wells has more than $60,000 in debt. It's an issue with our system and it perpetuates things such as racism and food insecurity. And so it's really important for all of us to bond together to kind of fight for this relief that we deserve. Six Republican-led states are suing to block it. They call it government overreach. The high court is expected to issue a decision in the next three months. Emotional testimony before a House Homeland Security hearing on immigration. The Associate Director of Immigration Studies at the Cato Institute told lawmakers border policies have had unintended consequences. Border policies have failed victims by making drugs more potent and deadly. Congress should focus on helping drug users, not banning immigrants. David Beer says drug traffickers have switched from heroin to fentanyl because it's a stronger drug, which means that they can make fewer trips to make the same money.
And children who survived the mass shooting in Uvalde joined in a gun reform rally at the Texas Capitol. Among the speakers, fourth grader Caitlin Gonzalez, who remembers hearing the gunman's first shots. He opened the doorknob, he banged on my door, he shot at my door, and a bullet went over my head. Uvalde survivors joining gun control advocates in calling on lawmakers to address the gun violence epidemic. Live from the KSL National News Desk, I'm Maria Chalaos, KSL News Radio. A bill that would eliminate signal. Signature gathering for candidates has passed the Utah House, but it was yanked from a Senate committee this morning. This bill would eliminate signature gathering candidates if someone got 70% at the party's convention. Sponsor, Representative Jordan Tusher, pulled it. I didn't want to present in committee unless we had a compromise. But no deal has been struck, largely with Count My Vote, who says anything below an 80% threshold is a non-starter. Tusher says he'll only bring it to the Senate if they do have a deal. Everything's on the table. We're just trying to figure out what makes sense, where we can empower the caucus convention system, but also ensure that everyone has access to the ballot. Lindsay Ertz, KSL News Radio. The last day of February, and more weather models are starting to show the wet and active weather pattern will continue through mid March. KSL meteorologist Matt Johnson. This type of scenario would bring a, we're in a cold, wet pattern. This would bring a warm, wet pattern. So that would, right. this would be more of a valley rain, mountain snow scenario bringing plenty of snow. Matt tells David Dujanovic we get a break from the storm today, but more snow is on the way in time for tomorrow morning's commute. You'll want to listen to Tim and Amanda when you wake up tomorrow morning at the latest on the trip in. Ricky Meese is here right now with First Look Traffic. What's going on? We have a KSL traffic trooper saying lights out. This is at Skyland Drive and Harrison Boulevard, Highway 89 in South Ogden. Salt Lake PD busy with a new crash at 3rd West, just south of 1800 South. While they're still working on the accident at 1700 South and 1500 East. Ricky Meese in the KSL Traffic Center. My Minute of News is on the way next on KSL. Stay right. It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.